You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Wepa, what up, everybody? I'm your boy, Al Mega, back at Tusepa, but it's Supremo, Isabella. We got a brand new Comic Crusaders podcast, and I'm very happy to actually have an amazing guest, a fellow Latino that Colombia, Wepa, I mean, Colombian American, of course, filmmaker, born and raised in Miami, you know, but he got that heritage because he know all that Wepa is all about, you know, part time camera operator, local TV production, but now he has gone on to a journey to create his own film. And let's talk about that, yo, because it's called Samland. It's gangster. It's a love story. It's amazing. That's right. Let me introduce the one, the only Juan Pablo Reyes. How you doing? Thanks, Al. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Super, super stoked to talk to you about about everything. Yeah, man. Do it. You got a journey, man. I I I love it, bro. So let's talk yeah. about you. One, first of all, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. You know, hanging in there. Uh, you know, as you know, your 2020 was a slow year for us in production. Uh, we, for, we just yeah, kind of got sure. busy. You know, got busy actually coming the summer. Started working again. Uh, so we're slowly getting back into it. But right now we're on the verge of a strike. <laughs> right now there's what there's a lot of talk right now with you know with, with all the local unions and like they're about to strike. What and, what and happened? About, what happened? So you it's just in terms in, in terms of the hours, in terms of uh, so, not being able to be with your families, uh, you know, not being able to take the proper well, breaks. Well, it, it, that it, with it's COVID, a long time coming. It's that with COVID, I, I you see COVID, values. Yeah, with COVID, exactly. you see new different values and, and what's important. So it's like, okay, like, listen, I could work for you guys, but you got to give me the time to be me too, because, yeah. you know, COVID allowed me to see that I could work and be a family person. And I get that, right. you know, and I've even learned myself to calm down on certain days, Juan. Yeah. You know how, no. you know how difficult it is for, for Omega to calm down on a day? <laughs> how difficult but, is it, but man? Is it? You, you have no idea the degree of difficulty. <laughs> My wife has to pry me away, like, yo, because I'm always finding something to do. But I've chosen yeah. purposely, okay, yeah. this is my day with familia. See. And then, you know, other days off is business. You know what I mean? It's the important. We're awesome people like you. But the strike, it's like, so do you think that these unions will agree to, to what's being asked of? So I, I think what's going to happen because, you know, it just got voted on uh, and, and, and overwhelmingly everybody said yes to the strike. So it's going to happen. Oh, uh, so on, we'll yeah. see how, how fast the studios react to it and see if they come to the table with some new oh, negotiations. Yeah. Hopefully it happens gotcha. quick because otherwise, like, we're going to be out of work for a while. But So is there a primary concern that, that is looking to be addressed that, that you could talk about? There's Yeah, like a lot of it has to do with, you know, they... They have this thing called Friday days where, where they basically go from Friday to Saturday and they could technically sort of work you the whole day. Um, 24 hours. Point, 24 hours without having to necessarily pay the fees. And a lot of these companies don't mind. You mean pay the fees. fees? Wait, 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 wait. Work you 24 hours in one day and just and pay you like for eight hours and that's it? What, what they do is they have very creative accounting and they have like ways to get around it. But but the gist of it is basically like a lot of these companies are willing to sort of pay the money, but 
at the core of it is like you got to give these people breaks. You got to give these people like decent hours of work. You got to give these people yes, days off, and that's what's not happening. You're like all oh, these companies rather just pay, <laughs> pay, pay, pay. But at the same time, you know your quality of life. You know it's the and, mental and health like, as well. Right on the money with it too. You're saying because of the pandemic, I think that just added fuel to that fire. I think people are aware. Hey, there's a quality of life that I'm missing out on. And it's long overdue. It's been years since they had a strike like this. So oh, hopefully wow. change is coming. We'll see. We'll see. Vamos a ver, man. Es lo que Dios sea, you know? Vamos a ver. I hope so because, uh, again, it's, it's, it's true. I've I've worked in places where I got overworked doing 120 yeah. hours in a week. I mean, yeah. you tell me, is that even fucking you? My, my wife would like, how the fuck do you do this? Yeah, 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 but I was doing it because you were doing because you have you know to, because you got to make your money exactly. Right? Ex you know the need, not because of the want, not no, because of need, any man. greed. It's just because, well, when you are a one income home at a right. certain time, it's like okay, you got to do what you got to do. But that that's a that's a a health and a mental health sacrifice. Staring at screens, you know, for yeah. a long period of yeah. time and dealing with people that are doing nothing but complaining. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not right. Fun. Not fun. But you know what? Let's talk about some fun stuff because yeah. let's talk about your journey. So, Juan, yes. man, where, where are you from? I mentioned you're a, a Colombiano. So, uh, yeah, but, but Colombiano. Talk about that heritage in, in Miami. Yeah. Talk about that, man. How was the culture so for here, sure, bro? man? So, so your mom and dad from Colombia, right? So my mom is from Cali. My dad's from, uh, from a small town called Ibagué. Uh, you know, both Colombian, uh, you know, they moved out to, uh, to Miami, probably like in the early seventies, uh, had me shortly after in Miami. Uh, I grew up in Miami myself, you know, I'm 305 in and out, you know, I mean, 305 for life, <laughs> for life. Uh, so I you know, grew up, man. I grew up in the eighties in Miami. That, that was right around some craziness going on with, with the cartels and, and yes. Colombia and stuff. And so, you know, I grew up a lot like around a lot of that actually. And that was kind of the inspiration to this story, but that's where I started. Yeah. I, I, I started in Miami and then, uh, um, took some classes in high school, like uh TV production class, you know, that oh, I was they had TV in production in the high school. Nice. Yeah. High school level. Yeah. So, so at cool. the time our school was like a charter school. So, uh, okay. it, it had invested a bunch of money into, uh, to a Stevie studio and they, they had bought like all the new gear and all the new equipment. Nice. And I was able to take that class and I fell in love with it. As okay. I, I got to ask I go, you. I go, this is, this is it. Yeah. Just out of the curiosity, the high school, was it yeah. a diverse high school or predominantly one, you know, because offering such a great program, was it offered right. to a diverse high school? Yeah, no, no, it was, it was in a very diverse community. It was, you know, very sort of heavy, like in Latino, But at the same time, it was also a magnet school. So we'd have a lot of like African-American kids would go to our school as well. Nice. So it, it was a good mix of like Latino, black, good. white. Good. Um, and, and like I said, the program was really, at the time, it was like state of the art. So I, 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 <laughs> I got really you. lucky, right? <laughs> I got lucky to sort of experience that. And, and, you know, going into that program, that's where I started to learn about TV production. And, I, and, and like, that's where I fell in love with it. Really? So was there yeah. any like any shows growing up that you watched that kind of inspired you too along the way? Oh man, when I was a kid, I mean I used to watch everything. Like I used to watch a lot of TV as a kid. So <laughs> like all those sort of eighties sitcoms, uh, you know, WKRP in Cincinnati, uh oh, wow. Welcome Back Post Carter. Yeah. The old school stuff, man, yeah. 
So, yeah, that, that's the stuff I grew up with. You know, I used to watch a lot of TV as a kid. Um, I still watch that stuff right now. Why I still be watch like, a lot of that My wife be like, oh, it's un viejo. I'm like, but yo, this is good stuff still. <laughs> like, now that it's I'm older, stuff. I could really, like, get into it. Like, okay, they saying some shit here sometimes. When you're a kid, good you writing. laugh at the jokes. Exactly. You know, good yeah. writing as a kid, you could laugh. As an adult, you'd be like, oh, shit. You start to think about, <laughs> like, oh, this is what they're really saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, you right. bastards! Yeah. You hit all like yeah. all in the family is one of my faves that I've been watching oh, back on. Such a great show! Yeah, bro, it's like you know seeing this viejo que ignorante, and I grew up around you know viejos like that in New York. Yeah, you know for real. So I'm pretty sure that in your Miami growing up, you probably dealt with some craziness, no? Yeah, man. I mean, that was just from a, from from a very early age, and like I said, like you know, being surrounded sort of by Colombians, like I. You know, I, I have like a cousin who went to jail. I have like, you know, family members who spent time and okay. and just seeing sort of these families being broken apart because it was so easy to make money back then. Right. And okay. and unfortunately, that's, that's the rep we have as Colombians. Right. But that's what was available <laughs> to a lot of people coming from Colombia. Like that was the first thing a lot of people jumped into. Huh? And I'm talking about like decent, decent people, too, man, like smart people. But they would still make those like those wrong choices, you know, and they would get into it. Uh, so, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was sad, you know, a lot of it, but you know, at the same time, sort of knowing growing up yeah. around it, I knew what was wrong, what was right. So, you know, it, it helped mold me as well. Yeah, I get it, man. I don't mean to even yeah. laugh at that, but it's like, you know, being from New York, I get that. How, how many Latinos are, are stereotyped in different ways. And it's true. When you think Coke, you think Colombian. Right. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Like, it, it's, it, it sucks. What, what, what an awful, you know, st- thing to be stuck to <laughs> i know dude i know i know, and, I know and, but you know, hopefully you're gonna change the game you know what though gonna, and that's, you're that's gonna the change point. the game though because exactly. the next time people, people when people think sam land is like yo colombia yo this colombian dude right here son colombian go. american kicking some ass but you you go, know, so let's let's talk about that journey bro like like what kind of led you first into the dynamic of wanting to get into the production how did that high school class really affect you to that scale where like that was it did. a love, yeah. Yeah, I mean that was you know the launching pad for me, and that's when I I I, I started asking the questions like, can I do this as a job? Like, is this like you know is this really so, a job for people? And then I started sort of doing my research, and you know you get to find out yeah, there's people who actually do this kind of work. And I I remember watching a movie like I was watching a movie uh, uh you know old black and white movie called Citizen Kane, and you know watching it in film school. And I remember like my teacher pointing out all these shots and all these visuals to me. I'm like, like, holy crap. Like there's all this like subtext and, and the, like the way they shoot it and the way they light it just like completely fascinated me. And it completely made me fall in love with it. Uh, and then right after that, it was about like, you know, how can I get into film school? So then it was, a, you know, then it was a matter of like applying to the schools and, and trying to find, you know, like that perfect place for me and stuff. And at the time I was lucky because it was like early nineties um orlando florida had a lot of production going on like it was supposed to be the next hollywood oh yeah well there's a lot of puerto ricans in orlando i i know I, i'm a puerto rican like yo find me yo i'm ready to do a movie if you need yeah, a puerto dude. rican in a movie bro let me know Juan. I'm, for I'm sure dude for, you, for sure man like i'm always casting man i'll die but, and know, say where pies, i'm dying where pies, where <laughs> 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 But yeah, man, so that was, you know, and, 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 you know, we got into film school in Orlando and, 
And, you know, I just took it from there, man. I just kept, you know, just kept Where in Orlando? What film school you go to in Orlando? So, what about that? To the University of Central Florida. So, okay. So, you know, UCF, uh, okay. which is also the film school that the guys who did the Blair Witch Project came out of. Like, yeah, right. that's their claim to fame. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so, that's just, I went to that school, you know, a couple years in that. And then I graduated from film school and I went directly to Los Angeles. I had never been to LA in my life. And I said, that's, you, that's why I got to go. You went. I just went. I you went, went never blind. Been there. I went you, blind. Did you have any family? Nothing? Nobody, man. I, I, you I just came said, by myself. Said, <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to figure it out. And, and that's what I did. How did but, it yeah, go? I mean, like, I got lucky because I had made some connections in Orlando because at the time, you know, a lot of production, like I was saying. So, um, so I had to work with Nickelodeon um, nice. as a PA. And I worked in Panavision as well in Florida. So, so I made some connections already in Orlando and I was able to use those connections in Los Angeles. So as soon as I landed, I was able to get a job probably like a month into my move. And I was able to work in Nickelodeon right off the bat. And wow. you know, the first show I worked on is a show called Cousin Skeeter. Cousin Skeeter is like an old, um, <laughs> you know, it's like a Muppet show. It, yeah. it's, you know, it's like a, you know, like a puppet guy with a It sounds like a that. viejo. <laughs> like a viejo show. <laughs> Cousin Skeeter was the first thing I worked on, yeah. Nice, bro. That's awesome. But how exciting yeah. was that when you landed that? I mean, it was scary, man, because I'd never been here. So, you know, just getting around. This is like way before GPS, right? So I had my Thomas Guide. I had this big, thick book called the He Thomas said Guide. Thomas Guide. Go on, yo. Everybody, for you kids, that's a book. No digital shit. That's a book with maps. That's how we used to do it back in the day. I thought you were going to tell me that you printed this shit on MapQuest. No, dude. That happened a couple years later, but no, no. It was, you know, Thomas Guide at the time, yeah. So trying to get around Los Angeles as a PA and a Thomas Guide, I mean, you know, like never being around the city. That was rough. That was rough, but you know. Yeah, we're showing our age, folks. That's some crazy. We stuff, are. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love, I that love it. Okay, so you did that. And how did that type of work kind of lead you to want to do something on your own? So I mean, it was always about me wanting to do something on my own. Like I always wanted to be a filmmaker. Like that's what I went okay. to school for. That that was always the passion, right? But you know, the the immediate need was to work. So how many so, years experience in the work? So I, I've, I mean, I've been doing it now for, I mean, I'm going on 22 years. So oh, wow. I, I Wait, take, God, take that. Congrats. Yeah. That's nice. Thank man. you, man. Yeah. Beautiful. So I, 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 I came out to LA in, um, 99. Uh, it was like late 99. So yeah, it's been a while, man. So, you know, I've been at it for a long time, but, uh, you know, being sort of wanting to do my own thing that just came about. I mean, that's just always what I wanted to do. But I never got to it because I was always so busy working, you know, paying the student loans, paying the bills. Uh, and then I just eventually I just said, you know what, I got to do this, man, because nobody's going to give me this opportunity. Yeah. You know, being Latino, like I hate to say, but I, 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 I think it works against you a little bit because they read my name on paper and they just assume for whatever reason, they just don't think that, you know, Latino is able to be creative. Or that Latino's able to direct, or that Latino's able to write. You know what I mean? So they don't want to give most of us a chance. It's harder right. because the narrative nowadays isn't about us. It's like this. It seems that the USA forgets. You know, you guys are more than just two colors. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying. I hate being political, but that's just you know, it's just the truth in that that I feel don't live every day. Right. You know, I, I work very hard. Like you tell me another person that did 
almost 38 podcasts in a month. You know what I mean? Nobody. Me last month, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. I did it, but you, did everybody talk about that Almega or no? But if it's una blanquita, forget about it, you know? Yeah. No, you're <laughs> right. Truth, you're right. You know, I mean, that's, just, just making a point. Truth, just saying. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, you're thing. right. You're right. Just how to so narrow it goes, and it sucks. Yeah. And, and like, it gets to realization, like, you know, it gets to a point where you start to realize yourself, like, okay, well, I'm gonna have to do something on my own, you know, like, I got to do my own thing, you know, so that's I'm gonna have to create thing. my own project. Yeah. So that's, that's what I ended up doing. I go, this is the only way that I'm going to get any kind of like attention, any kind of traction. So, you know, it, it came about because of that need, you know, uh, as well. But also just like those 20 years, you know, like I was able to build experience. I was able to build contacts. I was able to sort of build it. So by the time I got to that point, I felt like I was ready. I was ready. Nice, you know what I mean? Nice. I was ready to do it. You know what I mean? So, but, uh, you know, that took years, man. It, it took years. It took a All lot right. of... Uh, I want to know here. I got to yeah. know here. Because I have a fellow a filmmaker on my Comic Crusaders team, Lance Lucero, shout out, right? And he's a filmmaker. He he, he does Kodak film. That's how he films. So how did you learn to film? Was it digital? Was it actual film film? Like what, what, how do you go about technically on your joint? For me, it was digital. Yeah. So, so from the beginning, I mean, at the very beginning, I remember that we used to shoot on tape, (laughs) you know, like at the very (laughs) beginning, we were talking like early, you know, early 2000s. So don't tell me a VHS, a beta or. No, no, no. It was, it was like the mini DVs. So about this big, you know what I mean? Oh, wow. But everything used to be on tape back then. Yeah. So, uh, so that's how we used to do it. But so I, I came up the camera route. So, you know, like as soon as I was a PA for a long time and then right around 2000, uh, I got an opportunity to work on a little unknown show at the time called The Bachelor. No way! The Bachelor Bachelor had just started, right? And I got on that as a PA and that's what kind of led to my whole career with reality. Like I've, that's, you know, that's my bread and butter still where I do a lot of reality shows. Uh, oh, yeah. but I, I took the camera route. So, you know, I worked myself from my camera assistant to camera operator, to director, photography, to director. So, uh, just, you know, so, so camera wise, it's always been digital. I'm very visual. That's my background, you know? Um, but yeah, like it went from tape to, to digital, uh, digital, I like to say maybe for the past, like 15 years now, it's been like a hundred percent like hard drive digital. Okay. Uh, but like back in the day, it was boxes, man. Like it was boxes of tape. You know, I used to carry boxes this big. Bendito, I know your back says, "Thank God, bro." Right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is what I want to do, Juan. Before we even start talking about the amazing film you produced that led to this, let me show the trailer. I found it. I'm gonna show it off to the people. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. I just wanted to have a regular American life, like everyone else, you know? A house, to be accepted, a new chance. I want to build the wall. We need the wall. We have to have strong borders. We have to keep the drugs out of our country. ICE, they all want the wall. We stop the drugs. We have some bad hombres here, and we're going to get them out. Bota has a big surprise for you. You're about to get married, Bato. Felicitaciones. 
Oh, happy day. ¿Y cómo es la vaina? No, 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 no. He said a truck and a green car. Tu padre era un tremendo tipo. Me salvó la vida. El camión es tuyo. Y la gringuita, bueno, ahí te la dejo. Voy a necesitar algo de dinero, ¿no? Arranca. I'm not ready to go back to my broken country yet. Sam? You must be him, huh? So what's the plan here, Ace? Plan? Okay, all I want is my ceremony and the money. There's no money. You drained him for your drugs. He told me he was going to pay me. Me tumbaste la piñata con tu madre. Yo no tengo ni idea de lo que me estás diciendo. Ruega que esa piñata parezca, huevo. Mamá, mira que se apareció. ¿Quién te los dio? Te voy a encontrar más. You'll never find us. Just help me get my daughter back. Escondido en esa piñata es suficiente dulce como para comprarnos una nueva vida. Ten cuidado, padre. Y en ese hueco, ahí no te saca nadie. ¡Ey, ey, Admit that you married Samantha so you could stay in the United States. She won't go to jail, and you can just go back to Venezuela. Man, I do love Sam. Look at that. We have C list emails. I want to watch this movie, you know, and I don't know anything about it. I just want to watch it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, C list. There you go. I so, love so, that. I love so, that teaser worked. Yeah, yeah. Yo, what? You talk about a teaser. That is malo, bro. I didn't even get to see the film myself. All I got was that teaser, too, folks. Don't know where it is. We were just in New York like, like two weeks ago, man. We actually. Uh, you know, got lucky. We were actually a part of the New York Latino Film Festival. Oh, what? how did that so go? We had, we had a great, it was fantastic, man. I loved it. It was, uh, you know, sponsored by HBO, sponsored by Warner Media, you know, Latino awesome. Film Festival in the Bronx, like South Bronx. Oh, wow. Uh, South Bronx. Awesome. It was yeah, like a driving, it driving experience. It's you that hip hop like song right there. <laughs> I love it, man. It was such a cool experience. It, it, and look at it. This is so funny. Is like I thought it was a comic show, but now I need more of this. <laughs> Necesito más. ¿Qué pasa, compas? Wait and see. You got to see the movie. You got to watch the movie. Yeah, but this is more than a comic book show here, folks. We talk to creators from every creators. all walks of life. Like, this is about creators because you know what? You never know. This could be turned into a comic book. There, Sam Land's going to be a movie, a comic book franchise. It's going to be everything. You never know. So, yeah, so Juan, let, let, let's talk about you know, like how the first did you even uh, get inspired to do the film and how did you find, you know, your cast? Yeah. So, you know, the inspiration of the movie, uh, you know, like I alluded to earlier, was sort of growing up in Miami in 19, you know, in the 1980s. Right. Where where I, I personally had a lot of family members that that like, you know, had been going to jail, that had gotten arrested, that that were trying to get their green card. So it was just a combination of all these different things happening at the same time. My mother also, uh, she worked, uh, or she still works actually for immigration. She does, uh, you know, she does green card marriages. So, you know, the basis of this whole thing, like that was sort of the seed of it was sort of, I'm going to base it off of a green card marriage and have it be the story of how these two people met and, and the story they're trying to put together in order to get that green card marriage. 
so, so, and, and then that was kind of the start of it. And then I was able to think, okay, well, it'd be cool to do something where two cultures are kind of clashing where you have like, you know, the Americana, the gringa going yeah. with, you know, Venezolano <laughs> and that sort of that, that, that clash of cultures. Right. But also the drug dealer versus the drug addict. So just looking for those two kind of opposites, sort of polar opposites, they're always sort of be in this constant sort of flux the whole way through the movie. Um, but yeah, at the core of it, it's, you know, a love story because they do have to come together to try and make it work. And they both have their own reasons for doing it too. So, um, how long so that's how film? it came about. Yeah. The movie's about an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, nice, bro. Oh, yeah, my God. I got to see this film, bro. Yeah, man. You know, th- th- that that scene's a really done done. It, it feels so gangster for me. Um, and, and you said you, the life experience. So how did you get that cast? You know, how did you work so that out? So the cast, yeah, the cast I got really lucky with. So I um, I have some really, you know, they're, they're pretty big names in Venezuela. Like uh, Carlos Montilla, he's like a soap opera actor in Venezuela. Like, he's oh, pretty well, well known. Novela, uh, no, novela, novela, <laughs> yeah. And then I have another guy called Luis Fernandez, uh, uh-huh. who's also from Venezuela. He's also like a well-known actor in Venezuela. And then I have the legend, Mimi Lasso. Mimi Lasso is an old school Say, telenovela wait, How did you get that? What are yeah, you doing? So Kill well, I got pool. her. Look at this guy. He's all chill. He got pool, I'm, I'm yo, all... <laughs> in the Latino universe. Where about? What's no, I, I do. I got lucky, man. I just, you know, my, <laughs> you know, my business partner, you know, is also from Venezuela too, and and like nice. he knew Carlos, and then Carlos knew like Luis, and Luis is married to Mimi, so it was all kind of oh, connected, kind of like an organic Beautiful. way, yeah. So you know, it just happened to work out that way, but that was kind of the, you know, the gist of it. Uh, and then I have another actor, great, great actor called Alejandro Patino. He, uh, he's Mexican. He's done stuff like, yeah, he was in Scarface. He's worked with the Cohen brothers. He's done, nice. the guy has like a resume that's incredible, man. Like the guy's just been in everything. He's also a fantastic actor that we got as well in the movie. Uh, nice, How does you feel on even landing these people? I mean, I, you know, it's a little overwhelming, right? Because it was my first feature. So, you know, having to direct these legends, this, right? Folks? I'm like, what am I doing here, man? Like, I don't even deserve, you know, like, I'm not worried. What a way to pop your cherry. I mean, I'm folks, not exactly. if you don't understand these names, please look them up after the fact and yeah. be wild, like, on his first, all right? On my that, first, on my this first. This is how yeah. you do it. That's how you yeah. do it. But, That's- you know, a lot of it, for me, was sort of instinct, you know? I, you know, they, they say, you know, directing is like 90% casting. And that's what I did. Like, I just cast it right, oh, I think, cool. you know, and then I was able to play with them a lot. And I, I gave them a lot of freedom, too, by the way, because I I come from that reality world. So where everything's improvised. So I was able to sort of apply that to them where we, we would get what we need, but we were working off an outline. Like, I wasn't married to my words because I wrote it. So I was like, well, if you guys feel like it shouldn't be this way, let's do it this way, you know, or mm-hmm. you guys give me a version of what you think it is. So that, that was a constant uh trying to search for the better way of doing things and uh they really appreciated that style of working uh i that's how i work so you know like it worked out perfectly in that sense and, and when did you film this was this done during the covid period or before that during i mean what, what happened yeah there? so so in part so we started shooting in 2018 uh, we started towards the end of 2018 we shot about a week and then in 2019 we shot uh, another four days towards the middle of the year. And then we shot towards the end of the year of, of 2019. We shot like the last 
two days, I think, that we have left. And then uh, 2020 hit, and we were about to start post-production, and that's when everything kind of closed down like crap. Like, we were right on schedule to finish in 2020, uh, but everything got closed down. So we had to get really creative. Uh, so a lot of Zoom calls, a lot of, uh, you know, there's this great like really amazing promo called uh, Frame.io where you get to see, you know, oh, all yeah, the video I know and Frame you can notes on it. Yes. It's yes. fantastic. Yeah. Like that was a key to our success because I was able to work yeah, fellow with geek, my composer that way. I worked <laughs> with my editor that way. Like I was able to make all my notes back and forth and that, that's what got me through it because otherwise, and, and then trying to do the ADR sessions with all the actors, it was like COVID protocols. I had to wear a mask oh, wow. in the studio. Like all the, the actors had to be isolated, so yeah, it was very it was very challenging. But you know, you you know, you try and figure out a way, man. Like everybody adjusted, right? You know, all the businesses adjusted, we adjusted. So you know, you know, you you, you got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. So, so know, how that, was that submission process? So once you finished the film and you started submitting, how was those first times? So how was that so, first time you got accepted, man? Tell me about that. Oh my feeling. god, that felt so good. So yeah, the first one we got accepted into was a. Uh, um, a small little film festival uh, right outside of Charlotte called the Full Bloom Film Festival. Uh-huh. And it's this tiny little town, man, but they embraced us. Uh, they just loved the movie. They had us uh, They had us over like VIP when we got there. Uh, it, it's a small town, so everybody was just enthusiastic about us and, and about the film. And, uh, and we actually ended up winning the best narrative feature in that festival which was a complete surprise so nice. that was our first win our first festival and it was just i mean the whole thing was amazing man it's not uh it it, it it's sort of it's it's a good feeling to have it being recognized because you know it is, it's a lot of work it's a lot of work it yeah, yeah definitely just to how get many it hours would you say you put into the film oh, I, I you know even tell you know you. you know doing the film and then even post at it i mean beyond because i would go beyond I, I'm, I'm i'm very passionate right so i would i would stay up that's those latinos that's the fire in us we're that's hot the fire, we're caliente, the fire. yeah yeah especially that's with the us. post-production part of it like i was just making notes and i would just go over it i really just you know like nitpick everything i, I mean i'm sure my editor probably hated me man but i was <laughs> I, I i just had a really clear idea as to what i wanted with post-production especially uh. with the post side of things yeah you know what? He's gonna love you when, when y'all make like- that bank on how awesome the film is. <laughs> exactly, and start making that bank. Exactly. And he's gonna be like, "Oh, Papa, I love it, bro. Thank you, thank you for being hard on me." Exactly. Listen, you know what? Sometimes you gotta be hard on uh, on people anyway in order for them to do their best because this is what yeah. it is. I love people being hard on me. I have people like that on my team that check me every once in a while and be like, yeah. "Yo, Al, Al, what are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you need cats like that. It's it, awesome. So. Tell me what's one of the biggest lessons you've learned, you know, in this whole journey of yours. You know, you've been in the business 20 plus years. You've been on the, yeah. on the, you know, on the back end of it. But now you're coming into the forefront, brother. You, you, you're the man behind it. You know what I mean? So how does that feel and what lessons have you learned in it? I mean, it feels amazing, right? I mean, it feels amazing to just have my own idea. And, and, and like I tell you, it's, it's, it's super trippy to see, you know, your, your characters and, and your words on screen, you know, and to have these actors, you know, embody that. Uh, I mean, like the main lesson, and I, you know, kind of touched on it before, it's like, I should have done this sooner. Like, I should have realized that I, I always had it in me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I always had the tools, I always had, you know, the brain to do this, but sort of not doing it sooner. So, 
my advice is like, do it, just create, write your own thing, make your own movie. And, you know, easier said than done, but, you know, you push it, you figure it out. You know, the universe starts to kind of align itself. I, I know what I was doing. I'm just like, I'm going to write a story. I'm going to figure out how I'm going to get this money and I'm going to do it, you know? And that's, and that's what happened. You know, it, 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 it starts to align itself. Like things start to open for you. And, and that, that's the one thing I learned is that I'm never going to let that sort of ever hold me back knowing that, Hey, just cause I don't have an answer to a question, I'm going to keep pushing for the answer. Uh, uh, and that's, you know, that's, that, that's the number one thing I got out of this for sure. Gotcha. You know what? Uh, you know what's funny? Why I wanted to know this. You are part of a milestone of mine now. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Awesome, you know man. how so? How? How? How exactly? This is the one hundredth Comic Crusaders podcast. Wow, one hundred. Yeah. Awesome, man. I love it. So thank you for being part thank of you, my man. journey. Yo, we're number one hundred with a fellow Latino that is on the. Rise, mi gente. Like, Thank check you, out man. this film. It's a this... pleasure. It's an honor, man. It's an honor. Nah, man. It's my honor, though, because at the end of the day, I'm the one that's honored to talk to, again, awesome people like yourself. Y'all doing stuff and, you know, casting so many Latinos in the film. I'm hearing Spanish, yeah. but I'm also hearing English. So, like, for me, it's so easy for me to transition. I mean, maybe not for everybody. I understand that. But for me, Yeah. I'm like, so it's so easy. Like, okay, English, Spanish, I'm understanding it. Like, they're talking one language. It don't matter to me, kiddo. I love it. And, and, and Al, I got to say, man, it was so important for me to cast Latinos. Like, I wanted it to be, like, if I'm going to do a movie about Venezuelans, I want my cast to be Venezuelan. I, I can't oh, they tell you were? how annoying it is. Yeah, they were. Yo, so I can't bro. tell you how I tell how my wife it. this shit all the effing time. It's like, yo, how you're going to cast the person. A Mexicano's trying to play a Colombian. Uh, all right. trying to play, uh, you know, Puerto Rican. I, just cast the people. There's, right. I there's want enough to talent. Dude, we all have enough okay. talent. There's enough Puerto Ricans that are super talented. If bro. I'm making a movie about Puerto Ricans, I'm going to cast Puerto Ricans. Okay. If I'm making a movie about Venezolanos, I'm going to cast Venezolanos. You know Juan. what I mean? So, yeah. Well, how do you feel yeah. about the movie Encanto And I know Lin Manuel is hot. Yes. But he's Puerto Rican, not right. Colombian. Right. And you're doing a Colombian film. What you know, like my, my wife said, why not get Carlos Vives? He's Colombian and he's a ill composer. Well, you, Carlos Vives is involved with Encanto, by the way. So well, he, is. Oh, he is a part of it. But, yeah, no, yeah, but yeah, yeah. why is he not the lead? He he's not the lead on it. No, I know, I know. I, I, I think it, that if it's a Colombian based movie, again, it's like people also gotta understand that we're all Latinos, yes. Yes, yes, we are. Yes, yes. But we all have different and rich cultures that need yes. to be understood. And even it's dialects. the nuances, the nuances. Yeah. You know what we I mean? talk yes. so different. You right, know, you like do. a, a lot do. of the Colombians say the pues thing. You know, that's not a Puerto Rican thing. We don't say pues right. shit. <laughs> you know pues, mean? pues, yeah, yeah. You know, that's not our thing. That That's a Colombian thing, you know? Like, right, right. And then uh, what what is it with Cubans? And, and Spaniards with the vale. Vale vale vale, 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 yeah. Right? Vale. That's not that's not yeah, a Puerto yeah. Rican thing, nor right, a Colombian right. thing, right? Right. So, right, like you right. said, the nuances in our language. This is why, kind of, uh, if you remember the Spider-Man film with the uh, Into the Spider-Verse with Miles, when yeah. I heard his mom talk, that movie. and that she yeah. was Boricua, and I heard Puerto Rican inflection and, you know, slang, and, and you know, the I way we it, talk, man. I was yeah. like... 
God damn it, finally, <laughs> somebody it's got so it, right? It's so appreciated, man. It's so appreciated. It is, I'm it you, is. Man, it's so important to us. I, and I know? love that you understand that, and I love that you roll with that. So thank you for doing that. Like, you yeah, know, there's a lot yeah, of characters yeah. get that because they have a certain way that they talk that could only be expressed by them. You don't want an actor acting. Okay, let me right. look this shit up on Google on how they talk. Nah, man, you want someone that's OG. So thank you for right. doing that. That makes right. you even more special in this, bro. Like yeah, you, you and, do, and, and you like do right just, by us. Yeah, and like not just in front of the camera, but behind the camera too. Like I was real, like you know, like my producers are all Latinos. I got a Cuban. I got a Venezolano. Yeah, nice. Um, the I E-Man mean, I, agrees. I, I made you <laughs> all right. Yes, yes. It's important, man. It's important, you know. It and uh, there's there's very few shows that take the time to really get it right. And yeah, I have to man. say, maybe with Encanto, because I know Encanto did a lot of research, and there's a lot of teeth. I mean, so far, I mean, I haven't seen the movie yet, but but I'm what I see, I like. I'm excited because I think they got a lot of the details right, and Listen, we need just the this. fact that they're trying, that yeah. they're trying. I mean, that's all you could ask. <laughs> Era right? tiempo, carajo. <laughs> Era tiempo, man. Era tiempo, yeah. I've been waiting all my life. Like my wife, people, and I, would she be seeing like this month? They've been releasing Latina-based Barbies. She's like, Latina oh my Barbies. god. Yeah, they did a oh, Latina, wow. they did a Celia Cruz Barbie. But guess what, though? You can't buy this in stores, one of a kind. Oh, well, that's but the thing. That, but, but that, yeah, like, damn, that, why are you going to tease us that way? Give give it right, to the right. public. Right. But they've also released other Latinas, like a Mexican, I believe, Puerto Rican, South American, like different types, Colombian, I believe. Right. Um, characters look. So my wife is like, you know what? They're still showing us, and I want all of these. Even though yeah. she's Puerto Rican, Dominican, Lebanese, she's three. <laughs> oh wow! It can make la conya. It's a good got, mix, man. Yeah, I, I got the best <laughs> of it, but I better watch out. <laughs> you gotta be careful. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah, bro, man, you've been awesome, bro. I can't wait to see your film. So, if people wanted to Thank check you, your Al. film, bro, where else can we check it out? Because I know I've been showing that it's gonna be in fully PA. But if people wanted to see it now, there's any way they can see it now yeah. on any so, video platforms. Yeah, so so right now we're basically just hitting the festival circuit right now. So yeah, if you go to the uh, go to the website uh, semanmovie.com, it's gonna have sort of all the updates in terms of screenings. Uh, right now, it's all about festivals, but we are on the verge of selling it. So hey, it happen, wait, 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 it does, wait, wait, wait. Talk we're about on the this. Verge. Well, we're on the verge. Yeah, we're on the Thank verge. You, How this happened? How this happened? What's so, going on? This is a lot. My producer, he's you know he's you know he has all his contacts and he was able to send the movie out to a bunch of uh, buyers and you know just a handful of companies were interested and and like Beautiful. they gave us offers so not a matter of like trying to find you know the perfect home for it and, nice. and we have one that we really like so right now we're, we're talking with them we're about to close it uh it's just about Beautiful. paperwork okay. at this Congrats. point so it's gonna happen yep, soon uh, man i'm excited and so when that happens if it happens this month then that means for january so january is when the movie will go wide release. And then oh. more than likely platforms, I'm sure, you know, some type of digital platform, I'm sure it'll be available. Wonderful. Um, and we'll see How where excited it goes there, are man. you, kiddo? How excited are you, I man? mean, that's that's amazing, <laughs> man. I mean, that's that's the American dream, right? I mean, that's, yes, it is. that's what the movie's about. That's it's what about the, the movie's American about, dream. exactly. That's my American dream. So I, I'm, I'm just lucky, I'm blessed, man. And, and I'm just so happy that, you know, it's finally come to fruition. Yeah, but well, God bless you on this continued journey, bro. I'm a Thank fan. You, 
I can't wait to see this film, bro. If, if you could, if you could send me a screener, bro. Stop. I mean, if you want to see the screen, I can send it to you. Al. Yeah. Oh, bro, man. please, bro. I want to sit I'll... down with wifey and watch some stand and, and tell and talk I'll about it. The screener. And I'll just tease people and yeah, not wet, but I won't tell I won't tell nobody the narrative, but I'll tell All them right. how awesome it is for sure because I love it. Yeah, it's it. right Thank up my mean. alley. I grew up in the nineties with these gangster films and slice of life, like yeah. uh what was it? Blood in, blood out, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know, American yeah. me. Yeah. Uh what was it? Uh, Boys in the Hood, Juice. Yeah. <laughs> All that juice? good shit. Yeah, juice yeah. the other one, juice. I love yeah. juice. Yeah, have you not seen juice? Uh I saw Juice, yeah. I mean, years okay. ago, but yeah. Bro, I yeah. saw that shit in the movie theaters as an independent film and an independent film theater. That's how far oh, back I go in the point that, you know, supporting indie. I took yeah. my wife to that shit, my then girlfriend, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, you want to see this movie fresh? Like, what the hell is this? I said, yo, I like indie films. Yo, this is gangster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I love so that. I, I've that. always been about independence. That's why I said, I appreciate yeah. people like you. So, like, like, I always like to do this. Let me give you your flowers, kiddo. You just are just thank a beginner, you, but thank you for sharing of yourself. Appreciate it, man. Thank, thank you, you for being bold and just putting yourself out there like that. Don't ever thank be you. afraid, bro, because what you're doing, I I appreciate it. So thank you. Even with the words you thank say, you. like I'm getting people within, you know, if they're this, that's what I get. So even right. thank you for doing it as a fellow Latino. It means yeah. a lot because you really truly understand the shit mm-hmm. that we really talk about. Right. That right. we nitpick about. It's like, okay, you know, know what? I'm not going to deal with that. I'm going to get the right people for it. And and right. that's done. So thank yeah. you. So God bless yeah. you on your journey. Thank you, Al. I know Sam Land's going to rock. I can't wait to see this in a movie theater. I can't wait. I can't on wait a streaming either, network. Yes. I can't wait to see the screener. <laughs> yes. yes. Epa, let's do it. So with Epa. that, folks, if you want to watch this right. film or just know about it, where he's going, you know, what what film festival in your town, please visit samlandmovie.com. But the next place he's going to be is on October 16th at the First Glass Film Festival in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Yeah. All right, PA, we'll right there. Yo, check it out, October 16th. Go see this film. You check saw the out. trailer. You saw the trailer. You know you like this. Yo, you, you, you know you guys were like, yo, this looks like fire. Yeah. But why not? But this is a young buck rising on up in the game, bro. So support the homie because I know we're going to see a whole lot more. Next thing you know, he's going to be directing some Star Wars films and some horror wow. movies. I, I see it, bro. <laughs> Listen, when you speak it on... Dude, I would okay. love to do a Marvel movie, man. I, there I, you I, go. I would love to do a, I want to do a Spawn movie. A Spawn oh, movie. All right. Say it out again. Say it. I speak it to Spawn. the world again. I want to do the next Spawn movie. There you go. Todd, we have another director Todd. that could probably even do it better. Yes. Look, look, look. Juan yes. Pablo. Yes. Right there, bro. All right? Yes. You heard? All right. Support Latino. So with that, I'm Al Mega with the amazing Juan Pablo. Make sure to check out the film. Thank you for tuning in. You know what to do. The outro says it all. Everybody, much love. Thank you for tuning in. And after the próxima. Yeah, too sorry. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCaves.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 